I'd like to point out, we heard from somebody who works at Newark Airport who confirmed to us, I don't want to say what their role is because mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they're TSA or whatever they're not supposed to be calling a radio station, but they text connected at 732-774-4444. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And they said, I'm absolutely correct. You do not have to legally take your belt or your shoes off. Legally, you do not. And they don't have any reason unless they have a suspicion to make you do so. Because I was saying I refuse to do it when right. I walk through and I'm within my right. And I'm correct about that. You were. And you say their general policy, if someone is that guy, then they'll absolutely pull them over. And they're, well, we just need to check. Yeah, you're going to get a cavity search if you they don't They make take an example of you because they want everybody to take their shoes off because it makes their job mm-hmm. easier, even though legally mm-hmm. you're not supposed to. So I was just, and that's fine. I mean, yeah. it is their prerogative. They, but I felt vindicated that that is true. I didn't just make that up. You thought I was making up my own law you know it's not that i thought you were making it up it's just what you do when you go to the airport that's but, what they tell you to do doesn't does, mean you have to do it the comment does make sense there are a lot of people especially in the summer if you're wearing flip-flops or something along those lines where you don't want to walk on the bare feet because it's it's not sanitary sure, sure. i guess i get that but you that's not the reason and also, you're not doing it you just right. don't want to do it i want to point out they don't make old people do it they don't make kids do it under 12 after 12 you do have to which goes to show you the whole thing is just theater <laughs> i'm all for safety but joe said i'm a bad american uh, <laughs> no he just said he's a good american well no the implication was that i was a bad american uh-huh. speaking of kids the reason we were traveling i know we talked about this but we i don't think we mentioned this we went to see lola's play that yes. was the reason that i dragged myself out there trying to show support <laughs> for the kid and listen she's great and i thought that she, she lit up the stage and i'm not just saying that because she's mine i thought she lit up the stage more than just about anybody there's certainly nobody that was better maybe there were a couple of kids who were okay but for the most part i thought the kids that were in the lead roles in this play and it was a weird play by the way it was a little strange. We're just awful. And it, this is not like a school play where everybody gets no, a participation trophy. No. This is a community theater, so it's a semi-professional uh, production. Well, I don't know if I'd call it semi-professional because it's all kids ages. I it, I believe they have to be 16 or younger to be in the play at yeah, all. Yeah, but it's a theater. Get... It's a real theater. No, of course it is. It's yes, not, it's like I say, theater. it's not it's like you're going to the uh, you know the gymnasium and there's right. a couple of kids right. doing something for parents. No, you have this to is pay a real to show. be a part of this show. So you, right. you can't, even once you audition and you get in the play, you have to pay the community theater to be a part of it because well, everybody no, who works at the right. theater is paid to do those jobs. Right. So it's it, But they do know. charge for tickets, right? They do charge for tickets. Yeah. So, so where's that money going? It all goes back to the theater and to the producer gets paid, the directors get it's a paid position. Yeah. So the everybody who works on the play is actually paid. So you're right, it is a little bit more professional, but it is we are still talking about kids here and I think well they it, all sucked every one of them was I don't almost every true. one of them was terrible it's, a lot of them were really good but I think that no a lot of them were not very good there are a lot of kids that are in the shows and they do different shows so they try to give everyone the chance to have a lead which is role. insane we should have the best kid uh, be in the lead <laughs> role there's no reason oh they, well it's your turn well you suck and someone needs to tell you that I think that once they get over the age of 16 they do do that it's just based on how you how well you audition but even Lola, who was fantastic, and she does light she up. She should have had a bigger role. But she did say to us, I had a terrible audition. I was sick. I knew I was not going to get a huge role. Well, I don't know what kind of an audition some of these kids had. They were terrible. <laughs> Grayson, <laughs> in the middle of the show, and I know he wasn't feeling well, yeah. but he was in the middle of the day. He was here. He was. <laughs> he was he snoring. Right I was like, that's how you do it right there. <laughs> Take your shoes off and get cozy because this play is going on. And by the way, a kid's play, two hours long. It was long. It was. Yeah. It's a Broadway show, The Children of Eden. Yeah. And it was just strange to have some 11 year old girl dressed as god i mean it was it was a weird thing it was a, it was weird but she was fantastic and she that was, was not fantastic we, none, none of them were, was fantastic yeah, she was good but the, the girl playing god was weird <laughs> she was all right she not a great the, voice she wasn't the best in the play but she was all right i got a girl just out of pamper saying i am your father <laughs> strange the whole thing was strange good morning america 612. Welcome to Thursday, February the 23rd, 2023. That's right. 22323. Two, Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, on the air everywhere. 1071 The Boss, 997 FM. The Boss app on your smart speaker. And a whole lot to do today. But before we get there, I arrive and I say to Joe, I got a problem. <laughs> What's the matter? I said, we parked the car and I noticed there's steam coming out the grill. Now, it doesn't smell. Like smoke, not burning like smoke. So I'm about ninety percent sure it is steam. Mm-hmm. And I said uh, I, I did a little search as I get to my desk. We get in this morning, and it would appear that that can happen as you get a day like today, where the temperatures are all over the place and there's a little rain, little mist, little fog. But of course, I assume that the car's going <laughs> to spontaneously combust. Yeah, it's going to blow yeah, up in the parking lot. Yep. And Joe goes, yep. "Of course you do." 
Yeah. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Joe, we walk but, in, he sits down and he goes, should yeah. we make an appointment? I'm like, for what? For what? <laughs> At the car dealership to go get it checked out because we rely on the car, you know? So I'm, why, I'm, First of all, why are you going to the car? Well, never mind. I'm sure we have sponsors. So I was going to rip car dealerships, but I decided not to. <laughs> no, listen, I think the car dealership would admit to you that they charge you more than your neighborhood body shop. That's fair. Uh, but I sometimes, because we've got to import, it's better to go to the dealership because I get oh, the parts yeah, yeah. right there. You don't have to wait six yeah. days for them to get it in. You know what I mean? That, yeah, that right. is an issue because when we had our whole tire, tire debacle a few oh. weeks ago and we were getting tires every two days, if you did not go to the dealership, it would take a week for them to get the tire in, whereas the dealership mm. had them in stock or could get them the, ne- the next day. And to so. be fair, that's part of the reason I'm so jumpy is because we had the issues with the tire a couple of times over. So now any little right. thing with this car, I'm freaking out. I feel like we've only had it since 4th of July, so yeah. I feel like the damn thing is a lemon, you know? Yeah, we've Might had a be, lot of issues. Could be. We've had a lot of well, issues then, with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, you know, they're going to tell you that you're hitting potholes every other day, and that's probably <laughs> why the tire went bad on you. But yeah. your problem is you live in New Jersey. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the car is not brand new. We bought it as a certified pre-owned, so that's another reason right. in the back of my head. I wonder, you know, did they... Fix it up nice, nice, put the they bow didn't do on anything. it. anything. They just put a sticker on it and put it out on the thing. They I know. They didn't check it. You don't think so? I mean, it's a certified pre owned. Doesn't that mean something? Uh, it should. Oh, boy. See, this is the kind of, this is why I have anxiety. Joe, you're not helping. No. This is exactly <laughs> the kind of thing I think no, of. I, I think it's fine. That I drove the car this morning. There was no burning smell. The, the oil was not getting hot. I mean, wouldn't the little light come on and tell you the engine's overheating yeah. well, yeah, if there's a problem? There's, yeah. there's a meter yeah. on there that shows how hot the oil is. I know gets. that. Well, I... I don't know if you know that, so I have to explain it to you. I know you. that. It was fine, so I think it's well, just What about the temperature gauge? There should be a... It a, was fine. Yeah, that's what fine, then, then it's just, you, you ran through it's a puddle. Fine. So, I yeah. think it was below 250, we right? Also so that's don't, good. We don't have a garage. So our car sits outside all night. It gets rained. On, and this car does not, the brakes do not like the rain. Yeah, Joe, this is the another thing. When it's, like when it's wet outside, the brakes make a like a clapping noise. And I told the guy that the last time we brought it in. He's like, oh, yeah, these cars do that. I'm like, what you, yeah, what, don't worry about it. That's a normal thing for the brakes <laughs> to sound like that? <laughs> I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. It's not. I don't know. Well, he could have gotten more money out of him had he said something was wrong with it. Yeah, I would have fixed him. I really don't think that anything is... I mean, they work. They just make a weird sound. He he said it's because it's a... I think he was trying to stroke your ego. He's like, it's a sports car. So, you know, it's not really meant for this. So that's when they get wet, they make a little bit of a sound. But why would he make that up? Why not just fix him? I don't think he made it up. I think it just... That's just this car. I love my Ford Edge. Yeah. I just go back and forth. I get in, and it starts, it goes, it comes mm-hmm. back. It's got no problems. We had what? a rental car over the weekend. It was fant- It was a big SUV. Cadillac, XLT. Loved it. That it was, was fantastic. Was oh, like, those are great. And Robbie could get in and out of it, no problem. It wasn't on the ground like this little baby car. It yeah, was this, fantastic. That's the other thing about these cars. It's just too small for me. I mean, it's like, I'm, I look like uh, you know one of those beach seals you know, rolling back <laughs> <laughs> into the ocean. So. <laughs> just, uh, all right, well, I'm going to go take some Prilosec because I got... <laughs> I got a pit in my chest right now that the car's going to blow up in the parking lot. So, <laughs> waiting for Orca to come and eat you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I live in constant fear of an Orca coming to eat me. <sighs> God Almighty. Let me go deal with this. Uh, anyways, you head out there this morning. Thanks, Dan. Now, 619. You know, I'm a total nervous wreck about all of this, right? It's fine. I don't know why you're a nervous wreck. Because you see smoke bellowing from the grill of your car, and it is disarming. I shouldn't. Have, I pointed it out to you, and that was my first mistake. I should have said <laughs> nothing. I don't know why. All right, let, After all up. these years, I all don't right. know better to not say nothing. You say nothing. Okay, I've taken a breath. So okay. now look me in the eyes and tell me the truth. You feel like there's nothing to worry about. I feel about. like there's nothing to worry about. And I'm overreacting. And you're overreacting. All right. It's okay. Then I will trust you. Okay. I don't know why, because I feel like you're just saying whatever you need to to get me to shut up about this. But Do you think I want to drive in a car that I think is going to blow up? That doesn't sound fun. I got to tell you, I have never owned a Ford, a Chevy, a domestic car. And I, really? I, yeah, no. And I know you grew up out there, and so you get a oh, lot of yeah. family that work for Ford I and all of that. I grew up in Detroit. You don't, you don't drive. I have, no, you drive. I have no issue with the cars, just from an aesthetic point of view. And I'm not a guy that knows about how cars run. I mean, this surprises nobody. I'm mm-hmm. not a technical guy, okay? <laughs> I just appreciate a good-looking car. Sure. Now, the 60s, 70s car, those hot rods, those things, yeah, those gr- are cool. great-looking American chrome. Yeah. I just feel like today, generally, I like the aesthetic look of the imports. Hey, that's fine. But I have found now, with rental cars, with driving your former car, 
I think I like the American cars better. I think they run better. I think mm. they're better made these days. I think I'm done with the imports. And I've been driving this particular brand for about, oh, 15 years or so. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm ready to move to a Ford or something like that. Well, that's exciting because we get a discount because my whole family works there. <laughs> I like the dashboard better. I like the whole thing. I mean, this this GPS is yeah scary. Well, the, I think the hardest part of driving a foreign vehicle is that it takes forever. Well, a foreign vehicle. Well, it is. It's an import. Okay. It's not a foreign vehicle. It's just vehicle. a fancy word well, for Well, you make foreign. it like I'm in a flying saucer. <laughs> identified foreign object. Well, it just... Like I'm when, in a Chinese spy balloon. When there is a repair that's needed, yeah, it's, well, number one, it's much more expensive, yeah. and yes. number two, it takes forever because unless you go to the dealership, they rarely ever have the parts in. You've got to get the synthetic oil. They want you to put the expensive gas in it. I'm like... It's a car. Yeah. It's a car. Just get me to work and back. That's all I need you You know for. what you're looking at right now? A Cadillac, man. <laughs> well, I think I want myself a Cadillac. <laughs> I like the cat. We did. We have one of those. It wasn't the Escalade. Like, it was like the one down from that as a rental car. It was great. You're looking at big Polly Cicero here in his Cadillac. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. the only reason you want one. That's fine, right? That's fine. <laughs> your Joe. His Ford runs just fine. <laughs> Every other day, I got a problem with his stinking car. Yeah, yeah it's true. On the way later on this morning. 7.50, we'll do he said. She said. 7.29.20, hashtag bomb. Oh, yeah, today's Thursday. That means tipsy or toddler later on this hour. We'll line up some phone calls. We'll get them on here. They get crazy stories, but did it happen to them? Did it happen to them when they were a little kid or when they were drunk? So all on the way this morning from 1071, the boss. What happened to the uh, music here? I don't know. It's, I'm hearing it over here. <laughs> do I need to unplug? <laughs> yeah, probably. We'll deal with that in a second, though. Don't worry about it. Also, some tickets about 7.20 out of the boss ticket window. Go see Guns N' Roses. These are winning before you can buy them tickets. They go on sale tomorrow. We'll do that about 7.20. Time right now for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. If you're a local business, an organization, I think people made this computer. It must be the same people made our car. <laughs> That's true. You're a charity, a community group. you got a good event going on, especially as we head into another weekend. Please let us know about it. 732-774-4444 is the Boss Text Connect. You can also get us on the Facebook page, a little direct message, or at 1071theboss.com. We can also get a complete list of station events and community events. By the way, Boss Roadie's going to be out tonight at Ferraro's of Westfield. Mm-hmm. Joe's got a big fundraiser going on. Yes. All the benefit, the Maureen Nolan Foundation, which his mom, late mom, established this thing for... Uh, College scholarships for mm-hmm. Catholic school kids. Yes. And we'll be out there tonight as well, supporting the cause. We'll get a little more from Joe on that before we get out of here, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Tom Cunningham has got a Sunday brunch going on. Springsteen on Sunday. Doors open at 8. Bar A, Lake Como, Sunday morning. See him out there. All those events on the Boss website. Also, Friendly Sons of the Shillelagh having their parade fundraiser Sunday from 2 to 6 this weekend. Suggested donations go right to the Belmar, Lake Como, St. Patrick's Day Parade. Belmarparade.com for the info. And you can look for the Boss in the parade. That's exciting, right? That's super fun. Discover your true nature. Help save animals. Book a Get Your Bearings 5-Element one-on-one online private session and discover interesting information about yourself. I don't know that I want to do that. A part of the proceeds (laughs) will go directly to the Near and Far Animal Foundation. I want to support the animals. I don't need to know any more about what's going on in my head, let Uh me tell you. uh Get Your Bearings. Get it? Get Your Bearings. Okay. Dot it slash events for the info on this. And again, it's all for a great cause. Yes. And finally, Main Street Theater Company hosting Pocketbook Bingo with Mini Tricky Tray, mm-hmm. and another Tricky Tray fundraiser Saturday night at the Knights of Columbus in Old Bridge, 6 o'clock. Two bingo boards for each of the 12 games, one door prize ticket, food, drinks, a whole lot more. Main Street Theater Company on Facebook. Just search them for the info. Again, they are in Old Bridge. And there you go. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning. On your friendly neighborhood, CBB, the community bulletin board. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071, the boss. You know, we've been uh, teasing in promos voice by our friend Scott Shannon. <laughs> Springsteen tickets very soon. And they're not just uh, tickets to the show. Come to the Prudential Center April 14th. Mm. They are also suite tickets. We've uh, rented mm. out a big boss suite. This will be for uh, boss staff, listeners, and clients only. That's so fun. So a true VIP event. Yes. And tickets, of course, to see uh, Bruce return here to the Great Garden State with the fabulous E Street Band very soon. Mr. Lobster called and said, how soon is soon? All I can say is very soon. Within, soon. The, within the next week, your chance to win, both here on soon. the radio. And soon. Some, some chances to win on site, some chances to win online. So plenty of the Bruce tickets. calm down a little bit. Right here. <laughs> yeah, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Lobster's a little fired up this morning about the Bruce tickets, but they're coming yeah. very soon. And, very soon. And more cash is in your future. In just days. Really? Yeah. Mm, we've that's got a lot exciting. going on. Matter of fact, should I let the cat out of the bag about something we're doing next week? It's up to you. Well, I'll go ahead and do that. <laughs> that's your call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you go do Not, that. Not only the Bruce tickets on the way, 
Foreigner, Lover Boy, PNC Bank Art Center. Oh. September 3rd, Labor Day weekend. And we'll be rocking the house in Homedale. We will have exclusive tickets for you to get in and a chance for you to be the opening act for Lover Boy and Foreigner, courtesy of 1071 The Boss. More on that is coming up Monday. That's so fun. Of your big family. No, I would assume that you need to have a band or something like that. You just can't go up on stage and just tell people your life. That is true. This is. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello there. <Yeah. laughs> Lover boy, be out in a minute. I'm Lobster Man. <laughs> no, I'm Joe. That's Mr. Lobster. That's all oh, sorry. Yeah, this will be a special deal for uh, high school, uh, middle school, oh. grade school music programs. So I can't come out in my dino suit is what you're saying. Well, we are hosting it. So. Oh, can I come out in my dino suit so if you we can, host you it? You can certainly do that <laughs> if oh, you'd like boy, to make an idiot of yourself in front of 30,000 people. So, All right. Now I got to go because of that. I <laughs> Joe, I can, wear my, I can wear my dino suit tonight if you'd like me to. I was worried about no, what I'm to good. wear. No, 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 no. It's not that big a place. Oh. <laughs> you turn around, your tail might take out three or four tables. <laughs> It stopped me from eating the heavy hors d'oeuvres. That was my impression of a T-Rex, case yeah, you're, good. people thought good. I just had a stroke. That's what that was. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that was. Because <laughs> uh, listen, uh, knowing that I don't take care of myself, either would be entirely possible in the middle of a yes. broadcast. Yes. Uh, I want to mention something to you here, and I want to get your opinion on this, Joseph. Uh, we were, Uh-oh. as I mentioned, we traveled uh, last weekend, and we saw, uh, we call him Best Man Cal, because he was the best man at my mm-hmm. wedding. He's a re- recovering radio disc jockey himself, <laughs> and yeah. now he's got himself a big, high-paying gig, uh, I don't know, marketing for a pharmaceutical company yeah. or something. Yep. But he and his wife oh, come wow. over, and we had an Airbnb, so Rochelle said, well, because I've got enough space here, I'll, it's got a little kitchenette, so I'll cook. Usually when we go out and see them, we have to go to their house because, you know, we don't live out there anymore, right? Right. So he said, this would be nice. We'll invite you over. We'll cook for you instead of the other way around. So they come over, and it's about 15 minutes in, and we're kind of sitting around the table, and everybody had a drink, and we're just talking out of nowhere. Cal just says, well, so what are we eating? What are we doing here? We're going to get the food on the table? We're going to go? And they get up, and they start getting the food that Rochelle had cooked and putting it on the table, and <laughs> and they basically served us in the place that we invited them to. And I was rude. I was a little put off by all of this, and I was, Rochelle should have been. Oh, so you agree with me then? <laughs> totally. Okay, see, Rochelle was not on my side. She said they were just being nice. I, but I don't know. I, it's not that I wasn't on your side. I just, I don't, that's just the type of people that they are. They're very... Pushy? Just not, no, not pushy. <laughs> they're just... Rude? <laughs> yeah, you know, they're not rude people, Joe. They're I mean, not I would not just... I wouldn't hang out with people that are rude and obnoxious, but I got to be honest with you, this was a little rude and obnoxious. I think, no, they're just the type of people... <laughs> Listen, we are we're comfortable with them, and I think they're comfortable with us, and so they were just. Being I'm, gonna, I'm comfortable here to tell you, I was space. I was not that comfortable. That was too much. Well, I think that they they are comfortable around us enough to say, you know, like when we go to their house, they're like, go in the fridge, get what you want to get, do what you want to do. That's what it is. You want some chips? Go in the cupboard and get it. They're just very like, what's mine is yours, and so I think they assumed when they came there, especially because it wasn't Airbnb, it wasn't our house, it was it was kind of foreign to all of us. We'll, we'll just, we'll help you. We'll help get it on the table, no. whatever. Joe, I got to tell you, Marianne is a little bit like this, and I'll tell you what I'm saying. They're not rude. I don't, I don't mean it that way. I'm just saying she's very open at the home. When we've been over your house, she just said, she said well, listen, I got to go do this, but go look around the house. You got to go see Joe's studio. I'm like, Marianne, I'm not going to walk around your house without you. That's not right. But there are some people that are comfortable with this sort of thing. Yeah, she doesn't care about that. I, I, although, I although, like that you know, too. She, yeah, 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 yeah. That's not a big deal. But I, I just. Uh, I'd never go um, in your fridge. I wouldn't do that, you know? No, I no, no. She, I don't think she really does that either. I think she just pretty much. I think she's probably at that point like knee deep in alligators, trying to make sure everything is going good. And you ask her for something ridiculous, and she says, "You know, go help um, yourself. Go help you. You want that? Go ahead, find it yourself." But um, yeah, I mean, she's she's uh, she's not like I don't, I don't really be honest with you. She's um. No, she doesn't like people going in her refrigerator. In fact, when uh, I know at one point um, we weren't going to buy this place and then we ended up doing it, but there were, it was on the market for a while and she was an absolute freaking lunatic mm. because mm. people were walking through the house and she didn't know who they were. We had, we had, no. to go out and buy cam- I had to go out and buy cameras and put them all over the place. I'm with her on that. That makes sense. I do, I do really- understand that. I don't know. I But if I have somebody who's my friend who I'm comfortable with, when you come into my house, make yourself comfortable. Be be comfortable. You have, yeah, you don't have yeah. to ask me if you if you're thirsty. If you, I will get it for you. I will serve you. But also, don't feel like you have to ask me 
What's mine is yours. I just go, go ahead. I don't mind. But they're I, not your family. It's not It's not theirs. I don't know why I you would feel that way. I, because I just want everyone to be comfortable when they're they around. They made me feel like yeah. we didn't know what the hell we were doing having a dinner party. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah. and I did say something like that because Cal was like, you know, do you... Do you need help? But he, he said something along the lines like, well, let me get it for you. I said, Kel, I've done this before. Like, I do know how to. But we're a girl. I, I did. I, I, you we're know, in the and middle of talking okay, about but... whatever we're talking about. And he just interrupts the conversation. and goes, so when are we eating? <laughs> you know, it's just, it's too much. Yeah. To this day, when I go to my mother's house, if I open the fridge without asking permission, she'll go, you like a raccoon scavenging through the garbage. Well, see, and I think that that is part of That's it for you. Awesome. You were raised that you had to kind of ask. It's if called you wanted- manners. It's called being polite. But not if it's your house. I mean, It's not I- my house. It's my mother's house. Not when you live there. I mean, it was also your house. I don't know. I just want people to be comfortable. If you come to my house and you want something to drink, go get it. Like, I'm not I'm not your servant. Well, I'm not going to get it. I, go do, get it. Don't do that when I'm there. <laughs> Stay out of my I fridge. <laughs> I don't want you in there. And there was no question in my life when I was growing up that the house that uh, that I lived in was my father's. That's right. He, he puts the roof over your head. He pays the bills. It's his house. Hey, you live in my house. Yeah. These are my rules. Absolutely. Robbie does this now. He's like, do you mind if I eat this? I'm like, it's your, well, you pay for it. If like you, uh, I don't care. If you bought it as an ingredient for something you're going to cook, I don't want to get in trouble for eating it on you. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Marianne's kids do that all the time. They'll say, am I allowed to eat this? And Just, I'll say, you're allowed to eat anything you want. Whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> if you eat it and I needed it, I'll go get more. It's okay. That's right. And Proper. if you do eat it, you know, tell me. I get to get my hand at Marianne later. There so you it's go. Good. It's all good. There's no downside to it. It's probably because you asked her for something ridiculous. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Fine. <laughs> Are you ready? Because it's time. Tipsy or Toddler. We have lined up some phone callers who have all reached out. And by the way, if you would like to be on Tipsy or Toddler, just let us know. You can send us a little text message with your phone number. We'll get back to you. 732-774-4444. Of course, it's the boss. Text Connect. If you've got a crazy story, something that happened that is just outlandishly wacky. Yeah. Tell us your story, then it's up to us to guess. Did it happen to you when you were just a little kid that didn't know any better or when you were drunk? <laughs> That's how this all started. Tipsy, drinking, or toddler, yeah. just a little kid. See how this works. We'll start on line number one. Here's Andrew. I peed on a ping pong table when I didn't win. That's gross. <laughs> oh, that's just fantastic. <laughs> For some reason, so uh, that scene from Forrest Gump comes to mind when I hear ping pong. <laughs> He didn't pee on the table, I got to pee, sir. <laughs> I'm going to say he was a drunk adult. I was going to say toddler. All right. Yep. I was a little kid. Ah. Yeah. So I had a terrible temper when I was little, <laughs> and I lost a game of ping pong to my buddy, and when he went to go talk to his mom in the other room, I decided to pee all over his ping pong table. He had, like, a little <laughs> bar next to it, and I got up on, like, a, you know, a bar stools. Sure. And even though he never confronted me over it, I was never allowed back over at his house again. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm sure mom I mean, cleaned that little mess up. <laughs> She's real happy with you. I would say most kids have a, they, they don't like to lose. That's just part of being a kid. Well, I don't like to lose either. I never lost Yeah, this that. might just be you. <laughs> no, I think most kids I throw a temper tantrum when they don't win, especially when they're learning how. But that's a little, that's a little extreme peeing on the ping pong table. I would get stage fright. I wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> Can't do it. I can't, I can't whip it out it. in the middle of a family room or anything like that. <laughs> Line three. Got us kicked out of a fast food place after standing in the corner naked and screaming, somebody wipe my butt. <laughs> wow, that's that's quite a setup. Please be a drunk adult. Yeah, I'm going to say drunk Please as well. Be- <laughs> this is Amy, by the way. I was a little kid, no. and when I was being potty trained, I'd take all of my clothes <laughs> off, and this was in the first time it happened in public, and the toilet paper was so far from the toilet seat for a kid, uh. and I freaked out because I couldn't reach it uh. while sitting, and I ran out of the bathroom butt <laughs> naked and screamed for my parents to come and wipe my butt. Needless to say, <laughs> we were asked to leave, and that was the last time my folks took us out to eat for a very long time. I mean, wow. Yeah. Well, that's, that's too bad. I don't think you should be asked to leave. You're a little kid, so what if you're naked? Well, if you're an old guy or if you're a little kid, it's cute, you know? I don't know. In a restaurant, it's unsanitary. <laughs> if you're Van Dusen, then it's probably a little yeah. offensive. 
hey, how are you? <laughs> Sorry about that. You know? <laughs> now, that would be a problem. But if you're a little kid, I mean, things happen. I guess. I've I certainly know. had that fear when you're you just, oh, my God, there's no toilet paper in a public restroom. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I think your parents just didn't want to take you out, cheapskates. <laughs> Hey, how you doing? <laughs> what, what? Things happen? Oh, <laughs> want some lasagna? <laughs> oh, that's great. Let's go back to line one. I got bit by a possum that I thought was dead. Oh. Oh, no. I would say he was a little, kid, a little kid. He's out with his brothers or something hunting yeah. in the woods, goofing yeah, around. Yeah, I'm going to say little kid. Yep. What's the deal? I was a drunk adult. Oh. I think we were walking back from a college's football game, and it looked like a dead possum in the middle of the street. Huh. Not thinking clearly, I thought it would be funny to pet it like a cat. Oh, jeez. And when geez. I did, the little bastard's double eyes opened <laughs> and fit out of the side of my ass. Oh, oh. wow. Played dead and ended up in the ER. Got a ton of stitches oh. and shots. Wow! Wow! That's crazy. Isn't that what they say? Playing possum. He yeah. got he got yeah, you pretty I guess. good. Yeah, that's you never scary. heard that little narrative, huh? That's very scary. One more. Hi there. I ended up in the hospital pretending that I was a pro wrestler. <laughs> One up in the hospital kid. pretending you were a pro you were wrestler. A little kid. Little kid. Yeah. Little kids love wrestling. Yeah. I was a drunk adult. Oh. oh. Wow. She also had to pull glass out of my friend's back. Oh, my gosh. Another one of my buddies hit him with the rest of the light bulb. <laughs> you know, my favorite, we're having a couple of drinks watching WWE. My yeah, then girlfriend. My then girlfriend. There's a reason she's a then girlfriend. She's yeah. like, I got to go. This He's just an all American boy, isn't he? <laughs> He's like Jack Armstrong right there. I got to go. All right. I think that's enough of that. Thank you for your phone calls. Another exciting edition in the books Tipsy or Toddler. Box office big uh, opening last weekend for Ant Man and the Wasp mm-hmm. Quantumania. This is Ant Man three essentially. Yeah, uh, it looks good. Yeah, uh, there's Michael Douglas, yes. Evangeline Lilly, uh, Paul Rudd plays Ant Man. Uh-huh. Bill Murray has a cameo in this thing. <laughs> I believe Michelle Pfeiffer is in it. Oh, really? Yeah, there is a quite a cast. I mean, the plot seems kind of silly, but the thing is huge. One of these Marvel movies, it's made over $250 million, number one at the box office. Avatar is still number two, Mm. but I bring all of this up because a big opening this weekend, the only wide release is a movie that was initially just getting a small release, but now it's kind of a historic movie, at least in the sense if you're a fan of Ray Liotta, it'd be his final posthumous on-screen appearance. Yeah. The last thing he made before he passed away last year, and it's called Cocaine Bear. (laughs) That's the name of it, Cocaine Bear. From what I've read, it's, it's exactly... The movie title. It's about a bear that ends up... Sniffs out cocaine, right? Yeah, he gets... Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's is a cocaine a, bear. Is this a serious movie or is it a comedy? Do we I know anything know. about it? No, I've seen the preview for the movie and it looks like it's semi-serious, yeah. but it's just such a crazy, crazy storyline that it? I'm just... It's it's funny, but it, it looks like it's kind of a serious action movie. I mean, Ray Liotta is... is Generally, he did serious movies yeah, like that. I can't so, really think of him in any comedies per se. Well, isn't that movie was Karina Karina with Whoopi Goldberg? I remember oh, that, yeah. and he was. Okay. I mean, but it was still. It was kind. That was still kind of a. I know you're like I, Leonard Maltin. Where do you come out with these things? <laughs> <laughs> Gene Shalit over here. I know, but I, he's kind of a, was a serious actor. So I think it is the premise of it is supposed to be. serious. I mean, he was basically playing Cocaine Bear and Goodfellas, you know. Right. So <laughs> this right. kind of makes sense. Minus but. the bear, but I just. It yeah. makes a movie that I, I'm going to make a prediction. This is a bad movie. Yeah. And people are going to like it more because yeah. of the uh, nostalgia of, oh, poor Ray Liotta. Yeah. We love Ray Liotta. That's yeah. a bummer. But I think it's probably the same way people feel seeing Bill Murray show up for really no good reason in the superhero movie. Is I don't yeah. know that he's ever been in a superhero movie before. I read about that too, and it's it's. They said that it seemed like he didn't wasn't really supposed to be there, yeah. but he his friends with somebody and said, "Yeah, I'll come. In. Give me a cape. I'll go and I'll, right. do, I'll and, do a scene." And it was kind of a last minute thing, so it really didn't mesh too well. I mean, also Michael Douglas. Uh, I haven't seen this one yet, but I saw the first one. I mean, he's kind of wandering around the Ant Man set, like uh, I don't. know, Catherine Zeta Jones says I need more money, so I'm, I guess I'll do this. Yeah, you know? you know, he looks a little out of place in a superhero movie too. So. Yeah. Well, I, I do. I would like to see Ant Man. I, I, you know, I kind of want to see Cocaine Bear. I just, it just seems that's one of those movies you wait till it comes on demand. You know? Yeah. I mean, but. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs>
These movies usually, uh, like the uh, superhero movies, you think of as a big summer blockbuster. So it's kind of interesting that they keep pushing them back because no one wants to open on the same day as another big movie because yeah. you figure it won't make as much money. So I just I just looked it up online because of pre previews that they had. It's got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. The Cocaine Bear. Yeah. I, again, I think it's because of Ray Liotta. People are fascinated. Uh, and I know Elizabeth, just like I don't Elizabeth think that, Bank. She's the she's the uh, producer and director. I mean, yeah. so she's a big name. I just. I don't know, it just seems so strange. I don't know. He's yeah. <laughs> like the Heath Ledger. You know, people want to see that Batman movie because yeah. he's, you know, he's dead. But that was good. That's why people listen to this show. They're waiting for me to die. <laughs> it's going to be any day now. <laughs> All right, let's try this. Time for Hashtag Mom. Confessions. We do it every morning, 720 and 920. We hear from moms just like you have to tell their kids, no, I'm not taking you to see Cocaine Bear. Mm-hmm. No. Amy Dillon said 80% of parenting is yelling through a closed bathroom door. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad relationship, too. You must have a teenager. <laughs> John Whaley said, every time we take our dog to obedience school, I can't help but think about everything that we did wrong when we trained our kids. Yeah. Yeah. Caesar so, Milan will teach you how to raise his right. little munchkins. That's right. And at Outsmarted Mommy said, my three-year-old insisted on helping me put all the laundry away. It's taken us six hours and ten minutes, and apparently pants go in the fridge now. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like uh, me and uh, Big Boss Bob. I'm in there in the bathroom sobbing. He's like, Robbie, you must come out. We have to discuss this. I won't come out. People want you to go on the air. They want to see if you're going to die today. Now. Yeah. Hashtag mom. Confessions. Every morning, 720 and 927. And you might hear yours right here. Rochelle sent me some data from our boss Facebook page. Over 1.7 million views over the past 30 days. Pretty amazing. That's amazing. Now, yeah. I appreciate that's not necessarily people that take the time to like the page and no, if you've no, looked no. at the page please by all means like the page yeah. follow the page so it'll come up and you'll see the other highly uh, interesting content we post <laughs> highly amusing entertaining content sure. we post every hour of every day and, and we don't spam you you know you know I, I i do follow like some other radio station sites and i know i'm always dumping on the competition but they deserve it okay because they just have these generic uh you know celebrity postings from people magazine who right, cares it has right. nothing to do with the station has nothing to do with new jersey has mm-hmm. nothing to do with the people on the radio i don't understand why they well, all they send you a blog post that was written in idaho and it just sure. gets sent to all the stations <laughs> i mean here's here's five places where you might meet a celebrity who right. gives a damn but right. anyway we try to post some creative stuff it's a lot of pictures of Michelle very close up, but that's okay. <laughs> At least she's on there talking to you. Yes. She's a real person. She's not all filtered and fake Absolutely. like some of these people out there. Absolutely. Annie. Uh, <laughs> I mean. I mean, if the shoe I fits. I mean, if the shoe fits. If the injection goes in. Yeah. <laughs> please follow our page. But 1.7 million. Unbelievable. It is. It really is. Thank you very much for following uh, Robbie and Rochelle on all of the socials. That's mm-hmm. the station page, not us, per se. We have our own page we as well. Do. Which also does fine, and thank you for that. And my photo also has injections in it, so it's okay. I'm, I need to get on this train, clearly. <laughs> I'm going to age out of the demo pretty soon here. You can always catch us uh, at 1071theboss.com, Robbie and Rochelle on the morning page. You get the podcast wherever you get yours, or just... Press play right there. All the episodes are streaming on demand. Here comes Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old training stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know from number five to number one. We start at number five and count down today. There is a hotel, luxury hotel in Australia. I don't know if there's a Ritz-Carlton or what the deal mm-hmm. is, but there's two Lamborghinis that are pulled up in front. You know the deal where you pull up at the front door of the yeah. hotel at those fancy places, yep. the guy... Valet takes your car. The other guy brings your bags in on the dolly. Yes. Both the Lamborghinis are valued at over $500,000. One wow. is parked there. The valet is going to get another guy's Lamborghini as he leaves. Rams into the other <gasps> car. Oh, no. So there's damage to both cars. And one of the other valets is laughing as he sees his buddy oh, screw up. Oh, no. No way. <laughs> I mean, this is an instance, and you've said this before that you hate to do valet. Sure. If you own a Lambo, you yeah. do not valet the Lambo. Or if you are going to valet the Lambo, <laughs> you know what? It is the hotel's fault because there's an oh, expectation. Oh, it is the hotel's fault. Yes, absolutely. If you're the kind of person who's staying at the hotel, you know if you're driving a Lambo, it's a fancy hotel, you would have the expectation that they would hire a kid who's not 17 and driving for the first time, doesn't know how to Just, drive the car. Listen, yeah, you're honest, right. I've never driven a Lambo. No. I don't no. know how to drive it. I'm sure no. there's all kinds of gadgets you got to push to get it to go. I have no idea. Yeah. I, I don't even know how to drive a Ford Focus for the love of God. <laughs> 
but I don't have that job. These kids do. So you train them if you're going to have them work at a fancy oh, hotel like this. Oh, that's very stressful. Well, I hope they sue their pants off because that's I'm just. I'm sure they you know, will. Yeah. I'm sure they will. Although maybe I shouldn't feel that bad for a guy who's driving his $500,000 Lambo. I'm for not a little, saying you should feel. Little weekend at the polo club, right? I'm not saying you should feel bad for him, but that does stink. Well, he you definitely should... got screwed, right? Yeah, that stinks. Number four question is dog versus hammerhead shark. Who wins? Answer the dog. Listen to this. There's tourists on a boat. They're doing one of those deals in the Bahamas watching for whales and stuff. Yeah. Well, up comes a shark. And I guess they allowed a dog on board. The dog jumps overboard. No. To protect his owner, goes after the shark. Oh, my gosh. Get in the water. Get out <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! That's what a amazing. Crazy dog. That's amazing. Man's best friend, right there. I guess so. Because let me tell wow. you, if there was a shark coming at me, I think I might push the dog <laughs> in the water and run. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> He's got teeth. You'll be fine. That's horrible. Well, I'm glad the dog's okay. Wow. Man, look at him go after that shark. <laughs> He bit the shark? Bit the shark, and he won. Wow. The shark got him. scared and swam away. Well, the shark probably hit, was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing ever bites me back. I've never seen a dog before. <laughs> I'm a shark. Hmm. <laughs> Number three, here's four people that were injured up at the DreamWorks water park. This is inside oh, that American no. Dream Mall yes. at the Meadowlands. I got to yes. tell you, I don't see how this thing is still open. I'm rooting for them. It's the second biggest mall in the country, but they're like $20 billion in debt. And there's problem after problem at the mall. The latest is at the DreamWorks. This is they've got the Minions it's and the, the, the movie thing, right? Yes, yep. Well, they got a little air, like a, an airplane, like I've an animatronic thing. Yeah, yeah it's Over the, the water park. Because yep. it's like a ride. You get what we're saying here? Yes. Well, it fell off the ceiling into the pool. That's so scary. Luckily, no one's seriously injured, but a couple of people were hurt. Here's someone who witnessed this whole thing happen. We had this big bang. It sounded like a bomb. We were just both coming out from like a slide, and we were just like super shocked. We heard people screaming, and it was like the scariest. Boris and Natasha kamikaze <laughs> into the pool. That's pretty that's, scary. That's very scary. I've been there. I've taken the kids there, and that pool is, I think it's the largest wave pool in the country, so it's a huge pool so thankfully there was nobody injured but that, that is that's that i don't think is going out of business I, any day i don't now. know how they're gonna stay afloat you're gonna have a big old another. walmart any day now yeah at the yeah. meadowlands i'm I telling hope you not because it's a really cool place it's just crazy that's right it's a dog beating the crap out of a shark <laughs> that's right <laughs> he's biting that shark baby bonus story for you the university of florida has broken the guinness world record you know i love these things yes and i feel like we uh we just had the guinness world record broken for the most fist bumps oh yeah i do remember that yeah this record is for the most fist bumps by a college football mascot of course it is okay. it happened in three minutes they broke the record 340 fist bumps i got in the event in like the craziest story i actually won a social media sweepstakes with one of my closest friends to make it in here i'm an exchange student and i find it so interesting to see how the life is going here at qf i'm so proud of the engagement they sound like an award-winning bunch of uh, cum laude so don't are they? these the, are these the people that were getting fist bumped by yeah. the mascot yeah the mascot by the way is known as the university of florida gator the guy in the outfit is these fist bumping and these are students here very excited from the university of florida I, again we're looking at the creme de la creme <laughs> Of yeah. academia. I think that is ranked as one of the highest party schools in the entire nation. If I'm, I could be wrong, but I I'm almost on the gator. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, exactly. <laughs> Good for them. Mom and dad paying $120,000. Very proud. She's fist bumping a gator. Very proud. Number two, last week on South Park, which I didn't realize was still on. I thought oh, that yeah. show was funny maybe 30 years ago, but <laughs> they apparently dumped on uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle a little bit Uh-oh. all over the news. And now Meghan Markle said she was so hurt by being made fun of on South Park, she's going to sue Trey and Matt, the guys that make the show, you know, Matt Stone and yeah. Trey Parker. Hi, thanks for having us on the show. It's so awesome to be heads, Trey. So let me start with you, Sam. You've lived a life with the royal family. You've had everything handed to you, but you say your life has been hard, and now you've written all about it in your new book, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's funny. funny. And she does talk like that. She does talk like that. I mean, that. it sounds a little bit like that inventing Anna lady, but I mean, she does kind of <laughs> talk like that. I like it. Now I want to watch the whole episode. And let's just keep in mind, she may be a princess now, mm-hmm. but she used to be one of the suitcase girls for Howie freaking Mandel, okay? True. So stop taking yourself so seriously, okay? <laughs> deal or no deal? You made a very good deal. Yes. Number one, here's a woman 
who sold a first-generation iPhone in the box. Got it in 2007 when they were first what? released. Had never opened it. Had the plastic all around it and everything. Sold it for $63,000. What? I guess it's now a coveted antique. Her name is Karen Green. Of course she's a Karen. She went on a local talk show about selling her iPhone from 2007. 2007, I got a new job, and my friends bought me the latest first-generation Because it's a new job, and you're all excited, new job, and you've got to do got this. all these you know? neat things on there. Wow. I do a new job, like a right. calendar and, and all this stuff. And you didn't open it. I had just gotten a brand new phone. Isn't that interesting? Now it's worth $63,000. Yeah. One of those things you just put it on the shelf and forget about it. Now she's, that's a vacation right there. I'm just interested to know the person who purchased it, what they're going to do. Are they going to open it? Are they going to use it for that amount of money? What are you going to, why? Are you just collecting it? Yeah, I would think you're collecting and the price is only going to continue to appreciate, you know? Although sometimes I'm surprised. You ever watch that antique road show and you think the price again and the price goes down yeah, over time. I, so you just never know. I just wonder because it's like the Beanie Baby thing. Everyone thought it was going to And I grant you, they paid a lot of money for it, but are they sure the phone's even in there? Like, yeah. honestly, are they sure? What's, but what, what is it about the iPhone? Like, if you have an 8-track player in the box, is anyone right. going to pay $60,000? No, Absolutely not. Right. That's I don't understand. There's nothing special about it. It's not a special edition. It wasn't. I'll tell you what, I got all the boxes. I don't have the phone anymore. <laughs> but I got all my old boxes for some reason. I got old shoe boxes without the shoe. I don't know yeah. why I hang on of these things but try to sell it on ebay maybe you'll get a couple bucks sure <laughs> we'll be able to buy a lottery ticket there you go thursday world famous celebrity birthday file dakota fanning she's 29 today wasn't wow. she just six <laughs> it feels like it. when did yeah. that happen emily blunt she's 40 josh gad aka olaf from mm-hmm. the frozen 42 niecy nash he's 53 today man is she annoying <laughs> kristen davis <laughs> From Sex in the City, she's Charlotte. Yes. Howard Jones, things can only get better. He's 68 today. We were just talking about her recently for some reason. Patricia Richardson, she's the mom on Home Improvement with Tim oh, Allen. because yeah, I got her confused with uh, the oh, other... Oh, yeah, Patricia Heaton. Yes. That's right. <laughs> Patricia Richardson is 72. Today is National Roll Day. Oh. Oh, I got I got all of those. Okay. I got plenty of rolls for you. Yeah, same. Is it Tootsie Roll? Is there a typo here? Is it National Maybe Roll Day? Maybe it's National Tootsie Roll. Well, either know. way, I got plenty of those for you. <laughs> it's National Banana Bread Day. Okay. That's that's why I got plenty oh, of those for you. Love banana bread. It's also National Chili Day, oh. which normally in February would sound like a, a great meal on a cold night, but look at the weather today. I so know. chili's I like the last thing I want. <laughs> Maybe a chili dog. There you go. You, know, you got chili dogs there tonight at Ferraro's in Westfield? <laughs> that's uh, no, no chili dogs. Oh, that's too bad. In fact, I've been trying to find out what we're having. I forget what the what it all is. Pigs <laughs> in a blanket. Uh, that, I know, yes, because that was the last one. And I said, I said to him, why don't you tell me the first? Why don't you tell me that first? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if there's pigs in a blanket, let me know right away. Yeah, right away. I mean, it, like I said, it's a party when you get the the uh, even at, even at UF, it's a, it's a party, man. When you get the, the dogs going, just pump the gator. You pump the gator. <laughs> hey, gator, how you uh, doing, boom? How you doing? <laughs> Some kid from Brooklyn. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Underneath the, the gator head. No, no, no. Excuse me. I got to ask you a question. Gator. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, no, no. Come here. Got a question. Education and Florida, Florida State and Miami are the two big party schools. Okay. Yeah. I knew it was. I knew oh, that they yeah. were Florida. Those kids they interviewed during that story didn't seem like the brightest bulbs in the box. You know what I mean? No. Well, Florida, you know, Florida is, uh, you know, UF, University of Florida is, uh, you know, supposed to be a pretty high-end school. Mm. Well, you got the gator. Uh, you got that going for him. Yep, yep, yep. And the Florida State of the Seminoles, and then the Hurricanes down in Miami. Okay. Look at you showing off. <laughs> it's not like it's... He knows uh, the know. party schools. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the one year, the one year long after I was out of there, but Seton Hall was on that top 25 list. And, oh, they did not like that. They were oh, they were very upset, and they started, you know, all new rules, all different things. Oh. Yes. Very funny. Well, they're more of a really prestigious institution than uh, you know, any school in Florida, so I would expect uh, nothing less yeah. of Seton Hall. Uh, my, yeah. <laughs> Joe's like, yeah, not really. <laughs> yeah, no, not really. When when my when my son went there, he uh, on his twenty first birthday, they brought him down to the brew pub in town down down there. Yeah. He was not allowed to get back on the. Um, on the what they call the shoe fly, which is a little shuttle that takes you from <laughs> the village back up. And in fact, he was banned forever. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. that's a badge of honor. It's yeah, that's a, a good birthday. Bad, good job on him. For, yeah, permanent ban from the shoe fly. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Lock him in his dorm. I love that. And then that. everybody, and, you know, I still have a lot of friends up there in, in management, or then I did, and they love telling me stories about him when he was up there. Right, so, <laughs> so uh, he says, uh, I about waited about a week and a half, and I said. So how was your birthday? Oh, it was good. Yeah. Do you remember any of it? <laughs> nope. And he looks at me and he goes, uh, 
How do you find out? And I said, because I know things. <laughs> Daddy knows all. Also, that's uh, how you're supposed to spend your 21st birthday. Oh, absolutely. Not remembering I it. I think he didn't hurt anybody. Right. He did kind of. The guy who drove the bus had to clean up after him a little bit. Oh. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. That's all right. It's part of his job. Fist pump yeah. the gator. <laughs> Fist pump the gator. Yes. It'll all be fine. I'll be fine. It's he said, she said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Joe going on and on his drunken Seton Hall stories here. <laughs> oh, my God. Is there something that's not a religion? Something not a religion. But people kind of treat it like it is. Mm. Matter of fact, speaking of Nolan, I would say Star Trek might be an answer for that. Or Star Wars. People into that, sure. that sci-fi take it very seriously. I mean, yeah. there's people, they've actually learned how to speak that Klingon. You know, yeah, the language absolutely. the aliens in the movies put. And they do the, thing. They do that, uh, you know, that thing Mr. Spock does. Live long and prosper. That's right. It? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hurt my hand doing that. <laughs> it's not a religion, but some people treat it like it is. I would say being Italian might be a good example of that. Yeah. I mean, you, may, you tease me all the time. I mean, it's... Me and my paisans, it's like we're, a, you know, our own thing. You, it's true. You treat it like it's... I mean, it's everything to you. I'm like... It's a thing of ours. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. <laughs> I would say social media. Okay. People are... Some people do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sports. If you're really into a sports team... It's, sports I mean, might be the winner-winner. That's a good your, answer. Your whole life revolves around the game and when it's going to happen and what they're doing in the offseason and then yeah. the preseason and who they're going to draft. <laughs> I mean, your whole life revolves around... So. Yeah. If you have a hobby, I suppose uh, your whole life could revolve around building a quilting and you know that kind of thing. <laughs> or people that are into... <laughs> People into fishing and hunting, you know, sure, like whatever your pastime sure. is. Yeah. There's people into model cars, you know, mm-hmm. all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Something that is not a religion, but people that love it treat it like it is. What is that? 732-774-4444. Lines are wide open. 732-774-4444. You can text the same number or all the phone lines open. Really want to hear from you on this. Or get us on Facebook. What have we not thought of? Not a religion, but people act like it is. Your mm-hmm. he said. She said. Those are coming right up. Well, Joe, tonight's your big night. Got a big fundraiser. I mentioned this in the uh, community bulletin board a couple of minutes ago. You all pumped up and ready to go? Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I spoke with Rich Ma- Well, I didn't speak with him, but we te- texted back and forth. He's all fired up about it, and, you know, he's he's a, a giant around the Jersey Shore. I mean, the guy's everywhere in the summertime. Big stand-up Actually, comedian, yep. Yeah, well, no, he's, he does he plays his guitar pretty much. I mean, he sings, too. I mean, he's really... I thought he, he told he, jokes, he, eh? Did he tell jokes? A little bit, some, but not yeah. not that many. No, right. he's, he's, more of a, he's more of a singer, um, but, uh, but we'll have him. And then uh, these guys I'm really looking forward to hearing, too. They're called uh, Savage Dueling Pianos. Yep. And um, they're from uh, Union County, Fanwood area. And then they, uh, they'll, they'll be there, and they'll go back and forth for a couple of hours. And, you know, it's always fun. That, that is, and, they, and they also, it's not just two pianos. Either. They have a drummer and a fiddle player. Oh. So from what I hear, they do a kick-butt. Uh, version of Devil Went Down to Georgia. It's oh, so funny. Fine. The minute you said fiddle, I was going to say, I bet they do Devil Goes Down to Georgia. Yeah, and uh, apparently it is awesome. Oh, so cool. uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, you'll be gone by then anyway. So <laughs> <I won't. laughs> now, what time do we have to be there? This is at Ferraro's uh, in Westfield tonight, 6 o'clock, right? Yeah, it starts at 6. Gates open at 545. Okay. Gates open. The door opens at 545. And uh, we'll probably start everything around 10 after 6. And then uh, the piano guys will come on probably a little after seven. So I mean, we might we'll, still be there, Joe. I gotta get uh, you know food out early. Of you. Gotta get some dinner out of you. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, you know we talked about that. Oh, we're gonna have you know we're gonna have what is it? pigs in the blanket. Oh, oh, you love those. Hobby. It's not a party until you have pigs in the blanket. <laughs> we're talking about heavy appetizers. Mm. I like that. Uh, oh yeah, this is this is gonna be nothing light. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Now there are still uh, uh, there's still tickets available if somebody would still oh, like yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. join us. Well, first of all, you can buy them at the door if you want. Okay. Uh, oh, that's the first know. thing. And the second thing is uh, you can go online mnolanfoundation.org and you just scroll down a little bit and it's right there. You just click on it; it takes you right to the uh, ticket app. So and I want to mention the Boss Roadies are going to be there as well. So look for the Boss on your way in. Yes, they are. The van will be right out in front. So that's you can exciting. That now yeah. I have a couple of other questions for you. I, I'm told I need to sure. wear a wristband, and I'm not thrilled about it, but I want to let you know I will do it. Okay. Well, it's not. It is not my idea. That is my lovely, lovely wife's idea, and that's not, why not just you. That's why I'll do it. Wristband. But uh, but uh, that's the way we're going to tell people uh, paid to get in. Second question is: Can I bring some Tupperware so I can bring leftovers home? <laughs> Absolutely not. However, <laughs> if you wish to go downstairs and purchase some food from Four Hours, I'm sure they'd be happy to help you out. Oh, I see. Okay. 
Um, but uh, but uh, yeah, no, no. This is this is a really really. Good, have you been there? No, I've not been in there yet. No, it's a great Italian restaurant. Really good. Italian well, that's why I wanted to bring Tupperware for leftovers. I figured if you had a buffet, I could no. just scoop some of it up and take it with me. No, no. man, come on, man. This is past hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> what are you kidding? The buffet. Here <laughs> <laughs> we go. Little, little scoop of fettuccine Alfredo. I bring it home. What do you think? This is AC or something? Come on, man. <laughs> <clears throat> well, now I know why Kermit's not coming because there's no buffet. No, Kermit. And his wife is due any second now. Any second that's, now. I, that's the real reason, but it's okay. I like the other one better, to be yes, honest with you. Yes. But believe me, he'd like to be there either way. Oh, he'd definitely be there. He would absolutely be there. So, with Tupperware. Uh, with Tupperware. Uh, yeah. Well, no, he's not come bringing in Tupperware. I'm going to make sure. You know what? We're going to have enough police officers in the place. They're checking the bag. Sure Keep an eye on that Robbie Bridges so he's not stealing food from Ferraros. <laughs> That cheap SOB. Oh, my goodness. Kermit be putting a fettuccine in his pants trying to get out of there. Yeah, he would try to get out of there. Oh, hey, is that another sandwich? I can't grab that. <laughs> I want to say congrats again to Mike in Tom's River. He just picked up some tickets this morning. Go see Guns N' Roses. Those are before they go on sale tomorrow morning for MetLife Stadium, August 15th. Another pair this afternoon and a ride home with Van Dusen at 520. And then we'll have another pair for you tomorrow morning, too. We're doing it every morning this week, 720, out of that world-famous Boss ticket window. Mm-hmm. A lot of people asking about Bruce Springsteen. Springsteen, because we've been teasing that. I can't give you any more details soon. Uh, right now, I can just say it's coming soon. Uh, tickets to go see Bruce in our special boss suite mm-hmm. at the Prudential Center on April 14th, very soon. Yes. And all the show info on all these concerts, by the way, it's always right there at 1071theboss.com. And sometimes we get you some, you know, some behind-the-scenes tour info and that sort of stuff. Michelle works update that every day. Just click news. And you might think it's like news, but it's not. It's, you know, music entertainment news. It's fun news. Yeah, it's news about all the music you love here. <laughs> The music that we all love that yes. we play on this broadcasting operation. It's underway this morning's He Said. She said. Is there something that's not a religion, but people treat it like it is. And they follow it. There's rules. <laughs> they take it very seriously. I think some might say dieting. That might yeah. be an example. Like my uh, my old man is crazy about that. Mm-hmm. When he's 80 years old and he's still worried about dieting. And I know there are people that get into the points and all of that. So they kind of yeah. treat that like a religion. They take and it very seriously. like that too. Like people, people who do CrossFit yes. or that like that's their, it's your whole life. It consumes every aspect of your day. Bicycle people. People bicycle on bicycle. Bicycle people? Chernoff is like that. He's got this bandex oh, and all of that. He's got yeah. the little helmet. He's very into the bicycling stuff. Yeah. You know? And he'll, uh, instead of driving a car, they're like, I took the bicycle. It's like, it's five miles. You took a bicycle? Well, five miles on a bike is not that bad. But <sighs> Maybe for Chernoff. I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay. Not a religion. People treat it like it is. Text from 5331 said, uh, anti-iPhone people and people who drive a Tesla. <laughs> yeah, the Tesla people take it very seriously. That's yeah. true of a lot of different brands, you know. People with uh, you know, some of the luxury models, Porsche people, sure. and they got clubs, Mercedes people, or, or people, the into, people were... into old cars. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like my friend uh, Bruce Palmer, you know him, right? Yes. He's so into the cars with me, he'll look at a car and go, oh, that's a 68, but that's after they modified the hubcap. Like, who knows it? They take it very seriously. <laughs> and they all know each other. All yeah. the people that are into classic cars, they all know each other. Yeah. Don said coffee. People mm-hmm. are nuts about where they buy and the flavor of their coffee. Hmm. I That's fair. That's fair. Well, I will... like you and I like Starbucks a lot, but would I say it's a religion? No. I mean, if there was a better place, I'd switch in a minute. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I like Starbucks is not. Like but I guess there are people not, that, not my mecca, but like. <laughs> there are people that, uh, you know. You like that Rook coffee? Yeah. You think that people have those, the Raven, all over their car. They got the hats. They got, I've seen people in the office wear the shirts, the Rook shirts. Sure. I've never had it. And I need, I, I, every time I stop or I pass one, I'm like, I got to stop because people who have had it, it's really like a religion for Come them. Come on Whatever's in, child, in of the congregation. Come on yeah. in the Rook coffee. Yeah. Now. Can you feel me now? <laughs> Lori said Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah. Outlaw Pete has Bruce Springsteen's uh, autograph tattooed to his arm. Outlaw Pete is pretty PO'd about the ticket prices, though, so he's hoping yeah. to win some here yeah. from one of one the boss. <laughs> and he's sending little messages on the boss page every day. I, I know that. It is, though. It is like no, their it's religion. True. It's yeah. true. People say, you know, one day the Lord will return. People do the same thing. You know, I got a feeling Bruce is going to show up at this gas station at Freehold. Yeah. Why would Bruce be at this gas station? <laughs> Makes, you never know. It makes no sense, but you, you never, never know. know. Yeah, he's a little like Jesus, Bruce. He's a little bit, a little bit like Jesus. Well, I don't know if I go there. But. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, no, I got it. I'm mocking these people that think Bruce shows up like magic. Okay. Yeah. So there's something that's not a religion. 
but people treat it like it is. 732-774-4444. You know how they tell you never to talk about sex, politics, and religion? Yes. That's basically all we talk about here. Yeah. Not a religion, <laughs> but people treat it like it is. You can call us, you can text us, you can Facebook us. We'd love your answer on that. A few more coming up. Kind of a peculiar discussion this morning, but sure. a fun one. It's not a religion. It's not a faith, per se. But people kind of treat it like it is, as if it were their religion, the uh, their code of ethic, their beliefs, their, their moral code, if mm-hmm. you will. It's not a religion. But they act like it is. What is that thing? Rachel said Disney, especially when you go down to Florida. Disney's a great answer. Yeah. There are people who love Disney. I mean, I love Disney, but not like that. It's a little... We were in line at the airport, and there was a woman who had a goofy shirt on, Minnie Mouse shoes, a Donald Duck handbag... I don't even know if she was going to Florida. I don't know where she was going, but this is what she was wearing in line at the airport. Remember, we used to work with the lady uh, who worked uh, in the office. She was she yes. worked at the radio station, but she was at the office side. <laughs> and I'm not making fun of her, but for whatever reason, she would wear all black. All black every day. Black polo shirt, black dress pants, mm-hmm. black dress shoes every mm-hmm. single day. Mm-hmm. I worked there for almost five years every single day. Every day. Black. Hair in a pony every day. But Same thing. We found out that she was a huge Disney fan. You go to her desk, she's got all the Mickey Mouse and all that sort of oh, stuff. Yeah. And we just imagined that she would be all black to come to the office. And the minute she goes home, she's like, I'm here. Yeah. And she starts singing. <laughs> a Disney princess. Yeah. yeah. Suddenly she's beating in the beast, it you know. Was, it, she, she could tell you anything about Disney. You asked, she knew. She knew all the passes. She knew where the rides were. I mean, she was... But the movies and the characters and all that, too. Not just the theme yes. parks. Yeah. yeah, Disney. All black every single day. <laughs> but a big Disney fan. Something yeah. more going on there. Yeah. John said veganism. Sure. I don't care what you what people choose to eat or not eat, but I don't want to be preached to about what I choose to eat. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's true. I posted something about that on Twitter yesterday. They're like, you know, if you don't want to eat bacon every day, why don't you try grapefruit? Like, shut the hell up, grapefruit instead of bacon. Come on. Well, How about it you is just enjoy your for life? you, but I think the point here is that when someone someone is a vegan, they they get a complex yeah. about them that if you eat meat, you're a terrible person. And, and if that's what you think, then fine. But I think... But leave me alone. Believe, right, <laughs> you know you're not going to change my mind just like anything else. So You know what's more likely to kill me? The thought of eating grapefruit every morning. Okay. Oh, my God. But the political people are like that, too. The woke people are like this. The MAGA people are like this. You know, if you're really dug in on what you believe, that's kind of like your religion, even if it's not a religion, you know? Well, that's text from 7891 said the Second Amendment. Yeah. Yeah. People that are into guns are into guns. It's your religion. None of the other amendments, just the gun one. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. There's no one that's that excited about freedom of speech, although they probably should be. It's just as important, don't you think? Sure. I'll give you one more. How about radio? Those of us that are big radio nerds are big radio nerds. Yeah. The other day, well, when we were traveling, I had lunch with an old buddy of mine, and uh, you didn't come. No. Mostly because Gra- Grayson wasn't feeling well, but I said to uh, Kevin, there's a guy's name, I said, you know, the real reason you didn't come is you and I are going to talk about how tall the radio antenna is. Is it 400 feet or 500 yeah. feet where she just wants to bang her head through the wall? And then you came home to and proceeded to watch all the radio air checks of other people doing yeah. radio for like three hours. You're like, oh, Kevin told me I had to watch these. <laughs> I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this is stuff we're into. It's and like no, a religion I, for I, us. I yeah. get it. It's fine. That's it. For those that don't know, an air check is a tape of a radio show. So yeah, they're actually people. This is what they do. People, their job is to yeah, tape radio shows, and then we trade them like baseball cards. But I think it's only for other radio people. It's yeah. not for like anybody to listen. I mean, <laughs> it's I very think strange. There's definitely some wannabes out there, and that's fine. They're just enthusiasts. They're yeah, not professionals. Yeah, it's, but it's just the whole you know, thing. Those people work in IT and are making big money, unlike us dummies yeah. that actually get into business. True. It's not a religion, but people act like it is. We'll keep that going on our Facebook all day at 1071 The Boss or The Boss Text Connect anytime, 24-7. We do check them after the show, you know. 774-4444. You're he said. She said. Remember that comic strip, Jack Armstrong? Yeah, kind of, yeah. The All-American Boy. Yeah. Oh, no, I remember it. I mean, I just, I don't ask me to tell you what it was about because I don't know. I just remember the character being called the All-American Boy came to mind. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah. that's what I re- That's about all I remember, too. <laughs> <laughs> and this has nothing to do with anything, but now I'm thinking about it. Remember that comic Blondie? That's still a thing? Yeah. They were, there was a sandwich, right? The Dagwood that was named after yeah. the husband in that comic strip. And that's a delicious yep. sandwich, and I could go mm. for one of those right now. All of a sudden, I can <laughs> I can almost taste it. The Dagwood. You, you throw everything you have in the refrigerator on a piece of bread. That's it. That's pretty much a Dagwood, yeah. That's well, that, that is named after the character from the comic strip, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You're right. I used to love those. There's Beetle Bailey and Hagar the Horrible. Any of these still exist? I used to love those when I was a kid. No idea. The, the funny I don't know. Stuff. Joe, you still get the newspaper, don't you? Yeah, I think the, this is the last week because I canceled it. Oh, no, you did. What, the Star Ledger? Yeah. You canceled it? Canceled it. 
Oh. Well, a lot of it is just the Associated Press regurgitated stuff. They don't have any local staff anymore. It's terrible. Well, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I canceled the Star Ledger because they didn't have any coupons in it. Ed. Oh, oh, right, right. And I'm paying $45 a month for the Star Ledger on Thursdays and Sundays. And the only reason I got it on Thursdays and Sundays is because my wife would have get the coupons. Uh, but they don't do that anymore, so... Were the comics in there? Yeah, they had comics. I never looked at it, mm. I'd like a Dagwood sandwich. I got a coupon for it and everything. <laughs> it was it was really, really, really sad, too, because, you know, the sports section. The Star Ledger used to have a sports section that was 10, 12, 14 pages every single day. Sure. And now it's it's one sheet. Mm. And, or two pages. It's horrible. Yeah, it's not anything. High school sports, they used to have a staff of high school sports writers, and they don't do any of that anymore. And it's, um, I don't know, it's, it's, I, I don't get it. I don't understand why. I mean, obviously it's all cost cutting, but I mean. Well, there comes a point you know. where you got nothing to sell anymore. If you keep cutting costs, you got to have a product, yeah. you know, it's just ridiculous. Well, that's just it. That's just it. People don't get the pay. I love, like, I think you said this one time too, Rochelle, love having the newspaper in my hand. I mm -hmm. love that part of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's just, it's, it got real. It's, it's, it's expensive. You know, like 45, yeah, well, 45 bucks a month for something you're not right. even going to, you know, it just all it does is end up in the recycling, right. you know? And if you could have saved it with your coupons, it might have been worth it, but they yeah, took them out. Exactly. They took them out. Forget so. it. I was on the airplane the other day. guy next to me is reading the paper, and I'm that guy that is kind of looking just over his hand. Just so I'm, yeah, I'm reading yeah, the article yeah, yeah. he's reading here. I'm like, oh, yeah, Nikki Haley's running for president. You know? And I'm reading the article he's reading. <laughs> Thanks for yeah. bringing a newspaper, bud. <laughs> I, I can remember when I was a kid, no kidding, my father come home on the train and he'd have the Daily News, he'd have the New York Post, he'd have um, the the Jersey Journal, because they were both from Jersey City, yeah. and that was the Daily, it's still there, Daily Newspaper in Jersey City, and you couldn't get it out where we were, so he would stop, when he would be in Newark, he would be able to get, when he changed trains, he'd get a Daily Journal. I mean, a, 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 a Jersey Journal. And then there was another newspaper in Elizabeth, the Elizabeth Daily Journal, which was an afternoon paper. And he would get that, too. they get that delivered. So we used to have every day four, <laughs> sometimes five newspapers. This kind of sounds like the Billy Joel song, doesn't it? The New York Times, every day. The, the, yeah, Daily the Daily News. News. But he didn't, no, he never got the New York Times. Joe's no longer got. in a New York state of mind. <laughs> no coupons. Forget yep, it. Yep. When he moved to Florida, he used to call the uh, the Palm Beach Post the Palm Beach edition of Pravda. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I used to, Dad, come on. <laughs> uh, 